Stuttered my brother was handin' Ayy, fantasy, inception We talkin' touchdowns, receptions, interceptions They got a band to kicker, we need that correction Talkin' mouth, we flexin' How many of y'all you collect? We tryna get that winning record What it is, hope it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Session Podcast. Today is September the 30th. Me and Los back in town. Everybody else deserted us. Yes, sir. I guess they wanted to make money or like provide for their family or whatever. Huh? Exactly. Motherfuckers got jobs and shit. <laughs> Hell no. But anyway, man, as always, if you're listening to this, make sure you give us some comments, like, views, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Man, you're listening to um, two of the top 20 ranked. Hell yeah. The top 20 ranked fantasy great last that was week. that was great news great news to see this morning bro like we straight crushed it last week in our ranks bro good shit bro i wasn't even like aware i was on the road hell yeah we're flexed but okay <laughs> like bro i wasn't even trying bro i got top 20 with my eyes closed bro what are these other motherfuckers doing i didn't even have time sunday to like set my roster bro like i was hungover like what damn but anyway man appreciate y'all man and if you know, if you know, hey, if you know, you know. No, sir. Join the session, man. We keep telling y'all. We're going to keep telling y'all. We're trying to help y'all win. You know the vibes. Anyway, man, as always, we want to give a special shout out to Breonna Taylor and all the victims to uh, do the police brutality and all the other injustices out there against the black people in America and elsewhere with an eight second moment of silence. But yeah, man, we back, we back, we back. Let's get it. Week four. <laughs> week four. Damn, brother. We going about so fast. After this week, I think we got a clear picture on like how we feel about people going forward. You know what I mean? Uh yes, yeah, on, on certain players, man. It, it's you know, depending on where you drafted them at, I guess, is really where it, what is important. Cause if you drafted somebody last couple rounds and, and they weren't performing the first two weeks, first week really, you could drop them, but yeah, now it's about them, them, the mid round picks, man. They not doing nothing for you, or and, even uh, your, or even your top picks. You thinking about like who people like you wouldn't trade? You know what I mean? Like those, mm-hmm. those, those names are like if I'm zero and two, I'm not zero and two. Like zero and three, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like a bad, an ugly one and two. Like I only won the first week and I just lost two weeks in a row, something like that. Yeah, you might be trying to. It might be time to shake something up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't know who idea it was to not have trades in the, in the session takeover tournament. Well, it's it's because to prevent you know collusion. Like we have all this big old league with you know different, and we're talking about expanding it in the future too. So there's so many people you know, and if they end up in a different league, man. They can kind of you know it, it just to keep the competitive balance and the integrity intact, but. I, I feel know. you, man. We some trading motherfuckers, bro. So it is yeah. kind of hard, bro. <laughs> I feel like nothing. I, and it's, I feel like it's nothing I can do about it, but just watch it. You know yeah, I mean? exactly, exactly. I don't like that feeling. But uh, yeah, man. Let's get into some of the news and notes, man. Since the last time we potted, man. Where we at? Number one, the NFL is postponing the game between the Titans and the Steelers to either Monday or Tuesday. So that means a two Ooh. Monday two Monday night games or B. Yeah. We got Football, <laughs> that was great news, bro. People are like freaking out and shit, bro. I'm just like, bro, silver lining. Hello. We're gonna have extra football. You know, we're already gonna be overloaded on Sunday still with football, bro. So cup half four, bro. Exactly, bro. And and I haven't heard anything about the uh the Minnesota and Houston game because you know Minnesota played Tennessee, 
So they were kind of like, they shut down their facilities too, but I guess yeah. no positive tests came back from Minnesota. So that game is looking like it's going to be good because I haven't heard anything about it since they first announced it. Yeah, but on a serious note, though, man, shout out – not shout out to it, but prayers to everybody if they do have COVID, man. I hope everybody make it through that and their families. Yeah, okay. man. Facts. But yeah, man, football on Monday or Tuesday. Shout out to Titans and the Steelers. It's going to be a good one, too. Michael Thomas returned to practice after missing the last two weeks with a high ankle sprain. It wasn't He didn't practice in full, but it was a good sign to see him out there today. So we'll yeah. you know, keep our ears to the beat. Um, as the week progresses, um, check out the next episode. I'm pretty sure we'll have further details about it. George Kittle, however, did practice in full. So that's um, yes. great sign for George Kittle owners. He's back to being a top three tight end. Uh, John Brown missed practice today with a calf injury. He strained his calf. So that's, I mean, good news for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. News for John Brown. Zach Moss is back in practice, so you can take him. He's off the IR, so if you put him on your IR, you can take him off this week. Um, yeah, that sucks I, for the singleton, singletary owners, bro, because, you know, he got, like, he got two carries inside the five yeah, he went crazy. last week, and he got stuffed on both of them, bro. I think one time somebody actually, like, picked him up off the ground before he tackled him, bro. So Did he body slam him? He just – no, I don't think he body slammed him, but it was just the fact that he little boyed him. Made him like a little boy? Your feet left the ground, bro. Like you're a grown man. Like why is your happened. feet off the ground, stuff? <laughs> so yeah, it's uh he's not a goal line back, man. It is it is what it is. Um Steven, uh, I mean Stephancy says that Kareem Hunt is Stefanski, bro. <laughs> Steph- bro, why did you put emphasis on it like that, bro? Stefakowski. <laughs> Stefakowski. <laughs> I couldn't read it, bro. I didn't know what it said. That should be the name of the episode, Stefakowski. Stefakowski. Uh, says that Kareem Hunt is uh, Kareem Hunt's injury is considered day-to-day. I think he's dealing with a groin injury, something like that. Or him. Yeah, something like, something like that, bro. I didn't even hear about it until that report came out. I didn't hear anything about him being limited or getting hurt in the game. So, yeah, if he, yeah, if he sits, bro, Chubb is a three-down back, bro, and that's Chubb scary. Is- Going into my top five in the rankings, yeah, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, maybe top. He might be able to push top three, bro. If he's getting passing that work too, and top this gonna be, and this is a, we're right gonna now. talk about it in the game, bro. It's yeah, we'll talk about you it. Got top three right now in your rankings. I got. I have uh, Kamara, Zeke, and I think I want to say Cook. I don't even think Zeke is in my top three. I think I got I got Kamara. It was between. I want to put Dalvin at really in the first one. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I like a lot better, but man, I can't. It's gonna be hard to get anybody above Camara, bro. Right now, it is. I like. Hallelujah. So yeah, you have Camara. We all got Camara at first. You got I got me and Javar got Dalvin Cook at second. I have Aaron Jones at third because he's playing those sorry ass Falcons. Yeah, he's going to ball out. Yeah, I think everybody's going to ball out that game. But, yeah, Thanks. on to the next side of the nose. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is targeting a week five return from his hamstring injury. Shout out to Javar. I'm pretty sure he's somewhere jumping for joy. He's only a week away from his uh, – <laughs> Honestly, I don't understand why. <laughs> Do you see what the Jets are doing out there? <laughs> Le'Veon Bell ain't going to fix that shit. It is really nasty out there. So nasty. The only thing, the only reason why they're not talking about it is because the Falcons are so sorry. Yeah. 
MRI test confirmed a mild hamstring injury to Chris Godwin. Uh, he'll miss this week game and coming up since they have the Thursday game next week, he'll miss, probably miss that week. So that's two weeks in a row without Chris Godwin. He gave you a touchdown before he went out on Sunday, but hopefully and it wasn't enough. I still lost by one point. Damn. Hopefully you got, you know what I'm saying, something on your bench to um, – to replace that. We'll get to that when we get to the games and serve our targets for that game. Deontay Johnson is officially in concussion protocol on a Tuesday, so I don't think he's going to play on Sunday. That's the thing. That's the game we talked about being pushed back, bro. So he has a, you know, he has a day or two to get, you know, to clear it. So another silver lining. Silver lining. Dallas Goddard has a small fracture in his foot. It won't require surgery, but he is expected to miss two weeks. Um, at least. Yeah, at least two weeks. Yeah, that, hey, Zach Ertz. You know they picked he's, up your boy, Hakeem uh, Butler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I talked about it in the group chat, bro. They they picked him up as a tight end, bro. Like, what? <laughs> when did he become a tight end? <laughs> How big is he? Thomas? He's like 6'4", like 220. So, I guess that's that's about right. But, hey, like, I mean, if it does work out, bro, I mean, that'd be, that'd be scary too, bro. It would be. All right, man. So, any, you got any other news and notes? I, do, I, I did hear something about uh, CD Lamb. I don't know if you heard about that, but they said that his snaps were limited last week because he had some type of uh, injury, but he's not on an injury report or anything. So I don't know what that was about. It might have been a fake tweet that I never really caught, but yeah, that's it. Who else, who else did you mention before the episode that didn't practice today? That did practice? That didn't. DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, yeah. Nuke Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. He also uh, didn't practice, but we don't know. They, they didn't give any details about it. So. We don't know if it's just a, a, a maintenance rest, rest day for vets or if it's a midweek injury. So, got to stay tuned for that. Yeah. The Broncos are at the Jets. Well, that's the first game, Thursday Night Football. We got to kind of a cool song for, like, Thursday Night Football. Yeah, man, because Hopefully definitely for this game. game don't suck, but it probably will because it come on Thursday night. We get Sam Darnold versus I don't even know who the quarterback ripping, ripping. For uh, yeah, man, that game is gonna be so ugly. It's gonna be trash. But anyway, I'm not starting Brett Ripen. We'll start on the Bron- We'll start with the Broncos side of the ball. Melvin Gordon had eight rushes for 26 yards last week, but he was up against a, t- a tough Tampa Bay defense. He did see six targets in that game, only 12 yards. Hey, Tampa Bay is probably the number one fantasy defense. Uh, I don't play in a lot of leagues with defenses in it, but they're pretty sick. Uh, yeah, the Jets are like a, a dub last week. Yep. The Jets are allowing the ninth most rushing yards in the league. So I feel like Melvin Gordon could potentially see a lot of touches this <clears throat> this week. I know there's rumors about uh, Philip Lindsay looking like he's going to play this Thursday also. So I'll be interested to see what that um what that snap share look like. I got Melvin Gordon as a start as an RB2. I got Philip Lindsay probably wait and see what happens because he is coming back from a lower body injury, but in this hurt running back landscape that we got now, man, I I, I wouldn't blame you for starting Philip Lindsay because it is against the Jets. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're giving up the seventh most points to running back. So if he does return, I think it'll be enough uh, opportunities for both of them against his defense. I don't really want to start any of the wide receivers, even though um, they're in also favorable matchups. Uh, well, Jerry Judy plays most of his slots in the snap. I mean, smoked his snap in the <laughs> um, and he's against uh, – we'll be going up against Brian Poole, you know what I'm saying, one of the more 
capable slot corner. So that that matchup is not something I would look for, even though he did get nine targets last week. He's a sit for me. K.J. Hamler has a better matchup against Blessing Austin, but he's, he only got five targets last week. So he's a sit for me also. I, w- I wouldn't force it, especially on a Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to Judy just in the, uh, as a wide receiver three just because of the volume he's getting. He's, he's averaging eight targets a game. So the volume is there, but it's just, I mean, I wouldn't force him into my lineup. Like, if you have other options, then definitely Good. go with them because of the the quarterback situation and, and this game being so such a uh, low over-under. It's 39 and a half right now. So Ew. don't force him, man, but don't be opposed to it if you don't have any other options. Don't put no bum in there because Judy is still yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. Um, I don't really like starting people on Thursdays if I don't have to. But but I do agree with you. Say I'm not starting no just no bum, just not. Yeah. But I just like I yeah, it. like Judy or Barrios. You know what I mean? In the same game, who are you gonna start? Judy, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> Noah Fant, though, I do want to start. He'll, he'll be matched up against uh, Neville Hewitt. He's allowing a 67% catch rate. Um, no, he's getting all the targets. That's where the targets are going. And uh, yeah, it's him and Judy, bro. And he's, I believe, he scored a touchdown every game this year. So he got ten targets last week. Yeah, I lo- yeah, Fan is is doing what we expect him. On on the other side of the ball, Sam Darnold is a sit for me. Even though Jarrell Casey is out for the year, um, and Von Miller, not I'm, I'm just saying, like going. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There's something to <laughs> mention. They are losing a lot of pieces on that defensive side of the ball for the Broncos. Uh, the Jets running backs, all the sits for me. Jameson Crowder is rumored to be coming back. Uh, he got 13 targets week one. Isain Basley is the slot corner. He's giving up an 89% catch rate um, when matched up against him. And we all know how Sam Donald feels about Jameson Crowder. So if he comes back, I think you can start him. Um, Braxton Barrio. Yeah, Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braxton Berrios, if Crowder is not starting, I, I mean, I don't know. He scored a touchdown in back-to-back weeks, so shout-out to Tomio for mentioning that. But yeah, and He does have a good matchup, man, but uh, I don't think – nah. Like, you talking about not starting Judy, bro? I, I don't, yeah. like, I, that's how I feel about Berrios, bro. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I can do it. What about C.J. Henderson? Uh, no. Hold on. For the receiver? No, the tight end. Oh, you talking about Chris Herndon? Chris Herndon. <laughs> I really didn't know who you were talking about. Uh, no, I'm not starting him either, bro. Um, he's just—they're not using him like a weapon, really, bro. They're using him more to block. So until Adam Gates is gone, man, I still like like the talent, bro. But until Adam Gates is gone, I don't think you could really start start him, bro. I don't yep. think it's gonna change. Um, the next game: Arizona Cardinals visit the Carolina Panthers. Kyler Murray is coming off of a bad three interception game last week, but he still, you know what I'm saying, scored on the ground, so he did a good week. <clears throat> see that replay? Did you see that uh that uh the run, bro? Where he kind of, yeah, bro, bro. What Kyler Murray start doing all this, bro? That's crazy. <clears throat> He's doing what I thought Deshaun Watson would be doing. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah really that's weird. Because he, he don't need to throw. He don't need to like run, bro. He has weapons out there, but hey, if you don't give it to him, bro. John Watson needs to throw. He's not throwing. I, I got exactly. that if I was about that game. But uh, Carolina's ranked in the bottom nine in passing yards. How you feel about Kyler Murray? We all got him out the lowest start. Top yeah. King and Drake, though. How you feel about King and Drake? I know y'all uh, – was it you that made him? No, it was Javar started the week last week. Mm-hmm. Like a, eh? Yeah, he still kind of disappointed you last week, um, <laughs> if you, especially if you use a, you know, a first-round pick on him this past offseason. 
Um, he's only ranked as uh, 24, so back in RB2 right now. Um, the good news is, though, that he's dom- still dominating the running back snaps. He's playing at um, uh, average 67% compared to Edmonds playing 34%. Also has 59 opportunities to Edmonds 23 so he's still getting the volume. He's still getting the snaps, Russ. So I believe that, you know, it'll, it'll even out with him. He only scored one touchdown on the year. So, you know, no touchdown to the other. That's probably making his numbers look a little worse than they really are. But I believe that you can still buy him low. And this may be your last opportunity to because the Panthers are uh, giving up the second most points to running backs. So he should ball out this year. If, we, if he doesn't ball out this week, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's on that list. He's on that list. If he don't yeah, ball out, man. if he don't ball out this week, we, we might have a problem. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm just worried about like how we mentioned earlier, like Kyler Murray's doing a lot more running. I think that's taken away from a lot of the touches that we thought Keon Drake was going to get. Yeah, <clears> but he's, I mean, he's averaging like 20 opportunities a game almost. Oh, maybe his opportunities are not efficient, and that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, or he's just not coming through. F- not doing nothing with him, you know. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, of course, he's a star. Andy Isabella, two touchdowns on four targets for forty-seven yards. Christian McCur- uh Christian Kirk could possibly still be out with a groin injury. I think Andy Andy Isabella is benefiting largely from that. And we already mentioned about Carolina's poor defense. Are you throwing Andy Isabella out there? Andy Isabella. can't do it, bro. Can't do it. Um, because unless the entire snaps start to rise, I believe he would still be behind like Keyshawn Johnson. And snaps uh, last week, so there's. I mean, he is a great player, great talent, bro, and he produces on the limited um, opportunities that he's get. But when you're only getting that amount of snaps, you're going to be volatile. So I can't trust that yet until he starts, you know, seeing increased snaps. Isabella or Jerry Judy, Judy. All right, on the other side of the ball, Teddy or anybody else from the. Um... From uh, who from uh, Carnos? No, uh, sits, sits maybe. Nope, that's it. Yeah, go ahead. My fault. Yeah, on the other side of the ball, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 22 for 28, 235, and a touchdown versus the Chargers. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has the number four matchup as far as quarterbacks go, according to PFF. But are you starting him? Um, I have him as a sit, and that's just on like a little side note. I don't know if they update that little quarterback matchup or the little, you know, the little strength of schedule metric because you would think like some type of change will happen, but cause I looked at that, but then you look, you know, dig a little deeper and um, Arizona has yet to allow a 300 yard game. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 24th against quarterbacks. So they're allowing like the ninth fewest points to quarterbacks this year, uh, this year so far. So, and then Br- uh, Bridgewater only has one game over 300 and that was against Tampa Bay when they had to overcome a large deficit. So the over-under is, you know, high enough to, you know, warrant a start, but only in two QB leagues will I be willing to do it because he's not a streaming option um, this week as a one Q- in one quarterback leagues. Yeah, I don't like it. Mike Davis, the CMC replacement, is here. Uh, 13 for 46, eight catches, 45, and a touchdown against a good Chargers defense. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, not a bad yeah. team to run against against the uh, – <clears throat> Against the Cardinals, they give yeah. up 110 rushing yards a game. How you feel about him? Yeah, completely agree, man. Um, he, uh, yeah, he got 22 opportunities uh, last week and crazy. with nine targets, bro. So he's getting that workload. Not maybe a few touches lower, but he's getting around the same workload. And he's doing good with them, man. So, yeah. like you mentioned about the Cardinals, uh, they give up a lot of yards. They're giving up the 11 most points to the running back. So 
he's going to get the volume, and it's a good matchup. So fire him up as a uh, top 20 play, man, with upside. Yeah, I got him in my top 20 right now. He might, yeah. he might sneak his way into 15 by Sunday. Yeah, where do you, where do you have him at? I don't know. Damn, well, that's why we need three people here so they can do this for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to pull it up. I have him at – I have him at no. I, I need to move on. I have him at twenty one right now. You do have him at sixteen though. Yeah, I, yeah. I I think he'll, he'll probably. He's my initial ranking, so they they still got you know adjustments to be made. DJ Moore only four targets off sixty five yards last week, which was pretty gross. I mean, at least the target it's the least targets he's seen since week sixteen last year. How do you feel about DJ Moore going forward? Yeah, man, that's uh. I think we just need to adjust our expectations, man, because they're spreading the ball around more than we would like. Um, he has 26 targets through three games, and uh, Robbie Anderson's only three behind him. But he still is leading the uh, team in yards. He just hasn't scored a, a touchdown yet. So um, I believe those will come, and he's leading the team in end zone targets with three. So um, just got to wait it out with them. But in, until that happens, I think I'm, you know, going to adjust my expectation, maybe make him like a, a – view him as a high upside wide receiver too. Um, but he is a, a great wide receiver – like I said, he's a great wide receiver, wide receiver to play behind uh, playing against a Drake or Patrick. He's ranked as a 41 according to PFF. Yep. <clears throat> I'll start him and Robbie Anderson, actually. Yeah. Anderson's a star also, man. He's uh, – had a, a kind of a down game here. I mean, he still put up eight, so he didn't hurt you or anything. But like I said, he's only three targets behind DJ Moore. So they're using him way better than Gates ever could imagine. He just didn't score a touchdown. He had 55 yards. He would have gave you a touchdown. It would have been cool. Yeah, exactly. But And they're also uh, Arizona's three-and-a-half-point favorites with a 52-point over-under on this game, too. Um, The next game we got, you got anything else from that game? I do not. The next game, Indy is at the Chicago Bears. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 17 for 21, 217 yards and a touchdown. He's in one of the worst matchups for quarterbacks. Um, he, he's a sit. Yeah, he's always just going to be a sit for me, man. Then it's not going to need him to throw the ball a lot, I feel like. Jonathan, what your name is? Touchdowns, back-to-back games. Taylor, uh, 13 for 59 last week and a score. Out-touching Naheem Hines in the red zone, 14 to 9. Um, He's top five in the NFL in red zone touches. So that's another thing. Uh, he's a start. Just wanted to wear flex. Okay. Hopefully hopefully uh, the Bears can, like, you know, not get blown out or something because the last two games uh, they haven't really needed to use their starters in the fourth quarter. He got pulled. I think he sat the whole fourth quarter last game, bro, which is, you know, it's okay for the real life, but us fantasy players need more. We need more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Naheem Hines, uh, as mentioned before, seven for 21, four catches last week for 40 yards. So it was okay. He put up RB3 numbers. He's a sit for me this week, though, um, unless you just absolutely need to plug somebody in there. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, in a good matchup last week, he only saw three targets for 52 yards. Kyle Fuller is allowing a 45% catch rate. Um, he's leading the team in red zone targets, though, with five. But I think he can be set at this point if you got a better option than T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, man. He's only averaging 64% of the stats, man. So don't – yeah, he was he was trending down, man. We, he was on alert last week, you know, and I said he was like a, a, a shaky wide receiver three. And so he's that's what I'm viewing him as. Only going only gonna to be able to play him in good matchups, and I don't think it's good enough this week to play him. Nope. Moale Cox, no pause. I do like him. Three catches for, for 50 yards and a touchdown, three red zone targets in two games. Uh, he's a start for me. 
He's in my top ten tight ends we can play. Yeah, man. I don't see how they could keep splitting snaps between him and Doyle. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like remember we talked about on the streaming show, they did split the snaps, but um, definitely like him as a streaming option, man. And he could be more if they do like involve him more. Yeah, for sure. I don't understand why ECR has him so low. Because he's playing, he's splitting snaps with Doyle last week. So when a player, I mean, if you're not on the field a lot, where you're not going to have as many opportunities as a lot of other guys. So you got to follow the volume, man. I understand it. Hey, I'm following the Carlos method. Carlos said, play him. Hey, yeah, he's a good streaming option. Nick Foles on the other side of the ball, the new starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. He came in for relief uh, last week against the Dirty Birds. Not in a good way, like dirty as in, like, dirty. (laughs) Uh, dirty. Yeah, man. Hard matchup. um, Bottom four for quarterbacks, according to PFF. I got him as a sit. Yep, I agree. Any and um the Colts are giving up the fewest points to quarterbacks this year. David Montgomery, 14 for 45 and two catches last week. Tariq Cohen did go out with a torn ACL. So all of those snaps are probably now about to go to David Montgomery. I think he's gonna eat, and I think he's probably back in that top 15 range this week. I agree. Allen Robinson is a start for me going against Xavier Rose, but who cares? I think Allen Robinson as like maybe a top. Top five, top five, top five. Yeah, I want to say I have him in a uh, top five right now. Yeah, I think they're going. He like- got the targets finally. Um, he had a touchdown, so he he did good last week. He could have had two, but one of them got taken away. Wow, Mr. Biscuit is just really sorry. He didn't get taken away. That was an interception, but Mr. Biscuit is really sorry. Oh, for real? Yeah, I've been, I've been. I didn't see it live, bro. I was out when oh, that was the interception. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I have him. Off. Damn, I have him at all the way up. Yeah, I need to adjust my rankings a little bit. He probably yeah. be, he probably be a top five receiver play for me this week, just not as high as I have him right now. Yeah, uh, Anthony Miller, he's a sit for me. He saw five targets last week with Cohen out. I do think his volume could see an uptick. He did catch a touchdown last week too. Um, I would wait a week and see though what the offense looks like with Tariq Cohen out and with Nick Foles being a starting quarterback before I put him in. Um, Jimmy Graham though, I got him as a start. He's got a great matchup against Anthony Walker last week. He got ten targets also last week with two touchdowns. Um, I got him as a, a streamable tight end this week. I agree. That's crazy to say about Jimmy Graham right now in two thousand two. The hey, Jags you ten targets, bro. I'll, I'll take it. Oh yeah, for sure. You got to be on the field. The Jags are at the Cincinnati Bengals house of whatever they call it. The Gardner Minshew show. What's going on with that? Thirty for forty two last week, two seventy five, and no touchdowns. He didn't have DJ Shark. I don't know if DJ Shark is playing this week. Um, he's still questionable. How do you feel about Gardner Minshew? I believe he uh, returned to practice. I want to say um, yeah, this week. So that is that is good. I, I forgot to put that in there. Um, he was limited, so we still got to wait and see. And just before I get move on to Jacksonville is three and a half, three point underdogs, and it's a 49 and a half point over under. So pretty fairly high. Well, I guess that's average. But uh, what you said about uh, Gardner Minshew, I agree with. I had the same thing in my notes. Um, I don't know how much of it is true, but he looked bad out there without DJ Shark. So yeah. I'll probably still start him if he doesn't play. But, you know, you got to tip your expectations. Um. I don't think I got him starting only if DJ is playing. Um, the Bengals have a top six pass defense, uh, believe it or not. I look, that was a crazy thing. Um, so yeah, if, if DJ Shark's not playing, he's already showed me I, at this point, it's probably what we was well, not probably it's week four. So, hey, man, we got to get the wins. 
You know what I mean? And, and if in one QB leagues, I definitely think there's better options than Gardner Minshew this week. Oh, yeah, one QB leagues, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, with well, two QB, well, super flakes, well, you know, you can throw him in there. He's a, he's a top 15 play. I'm just talking about, like, one QB leagues. Because mm-hmm. even with last week, if he would have scored a touchdown, it would have been an okay week. If he just threw that pick. But yeah. um, somebody who is dun-dun-dun-dun, y'all probably heard about it on the next episode, but – Carlos won't be here, so I'll go ahead and tell him. He's my start of the week, um, locked and loaded. I've, I'm uh, I'm super high on him. He's in my top ten probably right now. Uh, James Robinson, the running back for the Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars, 11 carries last week, 46 yards, two touchdowns. He caught all six of his targets for 83 yards. Um, he's currently the number five running back in fantasy. That's half PPR. Top three in receiving yards for running backs. The Bengals are giving up the second most yards per game, um, rushing 181 yards a game. Uh, he's a lot in load. That's my start of the week. Yeah, I like it, bro. Um, he has looked great out there. After three weeks, he only trails Kamara, Aaron Jones, Zeke, and Cook in PPR points. So man, that's great company to have, bro. He's uh, rest of the season. I'm looking at him as a at least a top 15 running back for the rest of the year. Um, and this week, yeah, he might be more, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm a, yeah, it's still a lot of great backs out there. But uh, stop. He has top six upside this week against Cincinnati. You mentioned what they're giving up to running backs. Um, but just to play a little devil's, devil's advocate, um, he is performing way better than expected fantasy points. He's uh, plus 20. So I think that has to do with his touchdowns. Like he scored, I think he scored three touchdowns already. Like if you remember, like Fournette, I think that's all he had all year last year. So yeah. expect him to come down a little bit, but not enough to to you know. I don't think he's going to come down enough to be a bum. It's just that little bit of regression is coming his way. My my part to say with that is Leonard Fournette was getting those touches, but he just uh-huh. wasn't touchdowns. So we are seeing James Robinson get the same touches that you know what I'm saying Leonard Fournette were getting and he's and he's getting the touchdowns. I think this yeah. is I think this is what what is was supposed to look like. I think we yeah. should look positive. I think we should look But at I it. am looking at it as a positive. He's looking oh, yeah. really great out there, but you know, you're the expected fantasy points is what you I explained that last episode. It's yeah. just it, it takes a whole bunch of players into account and like, you know, it takes the average of what they should be getting with this amount of touches, where they're getting them from and shit like that. So just expect some positive or some regression, but not enough to make them, you know, not a locked and loaded top team. 10. Yeah, exactly. Top 10 rest of the season right now. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Flag. You heard it here first. The number 17 week, <laughs> week three rank uh, analyst. Anyway, DJ Shark, if he's plays, of course you start him. Any other Jacksonville wide receiver, how you feel about him? Uh, no. If DJ Shark doesn't play, then I think you could roll uh, Keelan Cole out there. Um, he's caught 15 of his 16 targets so far. He's going against McKenzie Alexander, who's allowing an 86% catch rate. So if he play, if he doesn't play, then I think he is a good wide receiver three option. I think nah. You, I just like the way he makes flashy catches. Keenan Cole is good. I just don't know if he'll get the volume. That's that's what I'll be scared about. They need I, to. Who are they? Who are they throwing to? Chris Conley last week, bro. Like, don't Ken target Robinson. him as much. Oh yeah, that was so crazy. You know what I mean? He was he literally fucking bad. up, bro. You got him out here catching fifteen of his sixteen targets, bro. Like, you know who the better guy is. Yeah, that was weird. Um, Tyler Eifert. Mm-mm. Good, Joe Burrow. <laughs> what, what, um, what, 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 what? Tony said last episode. Joe be slanging that thing, Burrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and the Jaguars want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That boy fool. The number nine quarterback in fantasy right now, the rookie. He's balling out of control. How you feel about him? Hey, I think I was high on him coming into the year, but I wasn't high enough, bro. Like, I think I underestimated how much they were going to have to throw the ball this year, bro. So, yeah, he's a he's a, a, a QB one rest of the season, bro. If you if you got him late in one QB drive, bro, you're you're you know you're sitting on the goal line. And the best thing is that he's still even some project production to be had, bro. He's still way below his expected fantasy points. So he should have a really good game coming up soon, bro. And I just want to shout out to LeVon. Always shout it's out to LeVon. stupid. <laughs> but Joe Mixon on the other, uh, the running back, we had a, a, a heated debate about Joe Mixon and Todd Gurley, the two of the running back twos earlier this week. Um, 17 rushes for 49 yards, two catches for 16 yards. How do you feel about Joe, the Mixon coming up? I know New Year, more. same Mixon, bro. Shit's so annoying, bro. Like, so I went through some stats. Through week three last or through week three, yeah, no, through week three this year, he is uh has twenty seven and point uh, two PPR points, and is ranked the RB thirty eight. Last week or last year through three weeks, he had twenty six point eight PPR points through three weeks. So it's like the same thing. They're just not using him as a passer too much, but he's still dominating snaps, fifty nine percent to thirty four percent with uh Geo. Last week it was seventy two percent to twenty five percent. But he's still, like I say, just not being used in a passing game enough. He's um, got seven targets so far this year compared to uh, 14 for Geo. So while I am downgrading him to a middling RB2 until I see something change, the good news is that he's on pace for 315 touches and has ran the eighth most routes among running backs this year. So he's out there running routes. They're just not targeting him enough. So I believe with that volume, it'll be a practice. It'll be impossible for him not to, you know, get into the end zone eventually so um you know you just gotta wait for him man if you remember last year he was you know used like this exact the same way and then down the stretch they finally came to their senses so hopefully that happens again this year um but until that happens he is a middling rb2 for me uh yeah he's definitely a middling rb2 i also got a couple stats that you left out Wink, wink. Uh, he's number 37 in yards after contact uh, for for running backs, and he's number 45 in elusive ratings for running back. So that could be a reason why he's not producing also. And he's yeah, but that's, 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 that's great points. That. Great points. But I'm going to still follow that volume, man, and I believe we've seen it happen before countless times with him. So I'm just going to trust the volume, and if I'm wrong, I, I trust the process, live with the results. Did we make the bet on the episode last week? No, nah, I think we got a dub on what was it? PPR be points between Gurley and Mixon. So yeah, who gonna be the high? Who gonna be the? Finish? I like my chances though, man. You know, this dude Gurley got like fucking three yards through three games. So <laughs> <laughs> look what he got. Anyway, Tyler Boyd. Where that? <laughs> Boy, when that go started? Tyler Boyd, thirteen <laughs> targets, one hundred and twenty-five yards last week. Third best matchup um, for wide receivers against DJ Hayden. He's a start for me. AJ Green. Are you starting AJ Green? Uh boy, I don't know, bro. It's getting ugly for him, bro. Um yeah. I put I actually brought him and T. Higgins up together. Uh they were they played the most snaps between all three receivers last week. So I believe in this high shoot. I think what is it? The over under 49. So not too high scoring. Now I don't think so, man. I think I'm gonna sit AJ this week, bro. He was my sit of the week last yeah, week. I'm going to sit him, bro. He's out there enough to be involved, bro, but I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I think I, I think it will turn around for him. I just don't I don't think you have to play him until that happens, bro. You can wait and see with him now. So I, I'm yeah, I'm gonna sit him this week. I got in my notes, he got he's he's going against Trey Hurden. You know, it's a good matchup according to PFF. But um, so I could see if you just wanted to start him for that. But he's sitting on my bench until I see a good game from him. That's what I have in my note. Yeah, I agree now. Uh, I had him as a start, but as I'm talking through it, I, I feel like he's a sit. I got to see it. Uh, you, you said T. Higgins. You talked about him already. He's a sit for me. I know uh, he had a big game last week, but um, three he got he caught all three of his red zone targets. Did, I, did you go through T. Higgins already? I think you did. Uh, no, I didn't. I think I, I was sitting him also. Yeah, he's a sit for me. He said he did see 81% of the snaps, so that's encouraging. But let's see it two yeah. weeks ago. Exactly. Drew Sample, Drew Sample um, after being the waiver wire darling, speaking of somebody who, you know what I'm saying, was was big one week and then fell off the next. He saw nine targets with Uzama going out. He only had one last week, so. Yeah, it's – yeah. That was uh, – he came all the way back down to earth last week. Um, I just don't see Burrow forcing him the ball with so many weapons out there. And Jacksonville is uh, – well, I don't know. They're allowing the third most points to tight ends, but I still don't think he's going to – I don't know. I don't like him this week. <laughs> they're allowing the most points, but I don't think they're going to – he's going to get that amount of volume. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, the Browns are at the Cowboys. Baker Mayfield, 16 for 23, 156 yards, two touchdowns. Dallas is fifth in yards, um, giving up per game to passing – uh, to quarterbacks, uh, 10th in yards to rushing too. So that's also something to note. The problem is if Baker doesn't um, have to throw, he won't throw. That's what I have in my notes. So he is a startable quarterback this week. He is a streamable play, but just be careful. What did you say the over under was, or did you say? 55. Oh, well, yeah, go ahead. And, and, they're, and they're four and a half point underdogs too. So, you know, I, I agree with you about if you don't have to throw, he won't throw, but I believe he will need to throw this game. Dallas is scoring a lot of points. So definitely like him as a QB2 this week um, in Superflex League. And you can get away with him as a 1QB. If you are streaming, I, I think he's a good streaming option this week. Yeah, I do. Uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, of course, we already talked about uh, Kareem Hunt. But he, if he does play, he's seen at least 12 touches a game. and But he does have that groin issue. But if he does play, I would start him because it obviously feel good enough for him to be out there. But if he doesn't, Nick Chubb, chuck a chuck a choo choo Yup, top three oh, option for me if uh, yeah, Hunt sure. if Hunt he's sits. Going, he, I think I'm putting him above. He's gonna move Zeke, Zeke. down to four. Yeah, yeah, I think I might I might move him above Zeke too. Um, OBJ averaging four catches a game now. Um, you would hope to get more, and you would hope one of those catches would be a touchdown. He's averaging 14 yards of reception. He is leading the league with seven red zone targets, and he has a um, a pretty even matchup against Daryl Worley this week. I think we just have to temper our expectations um, that OBJ is a wide receiver too now. Yeah, he is, man. Really, he's starting to creep up towards the back end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three, but um, you just going to have to pick your spots with him now. Like he said, they are a running team, so if they don't need to pass the ball, they're not going to pass the ball. But good news is this week is one of them times where you can pick your spots with them because we just mentioned the over-under. They're going to need to throw, so I believe he can have a good game. And me too. Jarvis Landry. How do you feel about Jarvis Landry? Don't like him, man. I, I think he's almost droppable to this point, man. He looks like he's still injured. Yeah, they could get in the shootout, though, so you would hope that he gets more than three targets. Um, but he is getting pretty much the three targets a game. OBJ is getting four, but OBJs just look better. That's pretty much yeah. it. Um, 
Austin Hooper, man, he's only he hasn't seen over four targets a game. He's pretty much droppable, droppable for me at this point too. Yep, he's been dropped last and, week. And and um, not Dynasty, of course, but yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, I got Dak a start, Zeke a start, Cooper a start. He should, he could see a he he is going to see a lot of Denzel Ward, but Dak has been showing that he's don't care. He's he's balling. Uh, Gallup and Lamb though, I got to start both of them. Um, yeah. The Browns are giving up only 91 yards a game and 94 yards a game uh, to passing, but we've seen the Cowboys have to play from behind a lot. And um, when Dak has to play from behind, he's going to put the ball in the air. Uh, Cedric Wilson, I know he went off for the touchdowns last week, but I got him as a sit. I know he's – I'm just speaking on him because he's a waiver wide darling. Yeah. Um, if if CeeDee Lamb, if he really is injured and he sits, then you probably throw him out there, but I'm not doing it if, if he's playing. Dalton Schultz is also a sit for me. Um, if you're streaming the op- uh, the tight end position, I wouldn't mind it. Um, like you said last week, um, I think I didn't think they were going to uh, force him the ball in a tough matchup. But this week, uh, he's going against Cleveland, who's allowing the fourth most points to tight ends. So if you are streaming a position, um, I believe he will get more volume and um, produce way better than he did last week. Um. Anything else from that game? No, sir. Uh, Saints are at the Lions. The Drew Brees bum show has finally arrived. I can't be more happy as a Falcon fan. He's leading the league with fewest A dot. Leading the league. Gross. 5.1. He can't even throw the ball six yards with his bum ass. Michael Thomas could be back on Sunday, but he's still a bum. He's a sit for me. I'm happy to say that. And I don't know why ECR keeps wanting to put him in the top 12. Stop it, bro. Yeah, he's uh I don't understand how you can justify that, man. Like Stop. unless they think that Kamara is just gonna be like beasting in yards after cut uh after the catch all year, bro. Cause that's really the only thing that's saving Drew Brees for being a complete bum right now, bro. And yeah, so he's a sit for me also. Um, especially if Michael Thomas doesn't play, he'll be a little bit better if uh Michael Thomas is out there. So he, you know, he's he, he's a low A dot receiver, so they'll match up well. Um but uh, he's still a low ceiling option, even if Michael Thomas is there. Uh, AK and Michael Thomas, of course, you start both of them. Sanders or Smith, um, as in Emmanuel Sanders or Traquan Smith, which one you like him? Five, five and six targets, respectively. No touchdowns between the both of them. I like them both, man. I don't think I can. I don't think I can play. I guess Traquan because he played more of the snaps. He played hundred percent of the snaps last week. Sanders got the touchdown, but down eight were like a target apart from each other. So I mean. I guess if I had to choose one, it would be Traquan, but it looked like he uh, tried to get both of them or uh, Sanders involved, even though he snuck it up the week before. So I think yeah. they're both uh, playable as wide receiver threes if uh, Thomas is out. And if he does come back, they're like wide receiver fours. Wouldn't really yeah, play them. Just both of them are a toss-up. So, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you want to – whichever one you want to play, if you have to play one of them, it's a toss-up for me. Jared, they, they're gonna see. They're gonna. They are gonna see. Uh, Jeffrey Okuda, who's a twenty-eight point two, or Daryl Roberts, who's fifty-eight point three, according to P, uh, PFF and uh, grade. So, both have good matchups too. So, Jared Cook uh, saw only three targets last week, no touchdowns yet. He, he does have a good. He does. He does have a good matchup against Tracy Walker, uh, who is giving up sixty-seven percent catch rate. I got him as a streamable play. Hopefully, he gets a touchdown. That's pretty yeah, much what you got to pay attention to practice reports for him, too. That was another play. It's a lot of like little, little minor news, but he also got injured the last game. So if he's practicing, um, I agree. Streamable option. 
Um, yeah, on the other side of the ball, Matt Stafford, 22 for 31, 270 yards, two touchdowns. Not a great matchup against that Saints defense, so I think you can sit him. I don't know. The Saints ain't been giving a lot of points up, bro. They've been giving up a lot of points. They have been giving up a lot of points. They're seventh most points to quarterbacks this year. Oh. So, you know, I don't know what's going on. It probably just hasn't started really clicking yet as a defense, but, you know, they have the talent on that defense. Mm-hmm. But but it being such a high over – did I mention a high over-under? It's uh, 55? 55. Or, no, it's 54.5. So, I think mm-hmm. the last game we talked about was 55. And New Orleans is a um, favorite here. So, Detroit Thank should you. have to air the ball out. And uh, like I said, seventh most points against quarterback. So Baker or um, Matt Stafford? Stafford. Okay. I'm Stafford. Lions running backs. AP saw 22 carries last week. Wow. Bro. Uh, KJ saw three and Swift saw only two touches. That's uh, <laughs> so gross, bro. What is man? What is he doing, bro? Oh my man! All right, I don't even want to get started on this shit. You have to start one. Um, I guess AP. But, I guess, uh, yeah, AP. Uh, Kendy, the smooth one. G was back last week. He got seven targets. That was encouraging. He did catch a touchdown. He will be matched up against Marshawn Lattimore. Apparently, he's been stinking it up. Um, according to the analytics and uh, PFF, because he he's he got he's pretty great, pretty low. But I still got him as a temporary expectations. You know what I'm saying? Because he, I just seen him at his highs before. But Kenny Galladay is going to get the volume. Marvin Jones, I don't think is. He got three targets in Kenny Galladay's um, return. He has an okay matchup against Jarvis Jenkins. How do you feel about Marvin Jones? Yeah, he's like a, a middling wide receiver three with Galladay back. Because like you say, he only got three targets, but he's still got 90% of the snap. So in a high over-under like this, I would, wouldn't mind him as a wide receiver three because he does have the potential to, you know, score three touchdowns for you. Like, he's done it multiple times in his career. Um, TJ Hawkinson, I think he's the one benefiting from the uh, Kenny Galladay thing. He yeah. saw seven targets with Kenny Galladay back. Um, I got him as a start against Malcolm Jenkins, who's given up 60, a, 60, a yard per reception and a 62% catch rate. Facts. I agree. Averaging five targets a game through three weeks, and New Orleans is currently allowing the most points to tight ends. Mm. So, fire him up as a high upside tight end one this week. So weird how Malcolm Jenkins became sorry. Um, anybody else in that game? Uh, Lat Murray. Um, he's a sit for me. I know a lot of people, you know, you know, have that decision. Um, but I guess if he's if you're desperate for a play, you can probably start him as a flex. He's averaging 11 opportunities per game, and it is a high over-under, but he's only getting uh, – he only has one carry inside the five-yard line compared to five for Kamara. So I'm going to probably be looking for other options. Um, the Vikings are at the tennis, the Houston Texans. Um, Kirk Cousins in a bounce-back week last week with three touchdowns, 251 yards. He still had two picks. Um, he does have the number one matchup according to PFF for quarterbacks. I would like to see two weeks in a row, man. After that egg that he gave me that that week before, I just can't start him. I can't say you start him. Yeah, I get, uh, you talking about cousins, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, especially outside of uh, super flex leagues, man. Yeah, I, that's what I mean, yeah, right? I, yeah, I wouldn't. He's a sit for me still, too. Uh, Dalvin Cook, of course, I already mentioned how he's one of either going to be my one or two by the end of the week. Um, Adam Thielen, five targets last week and a touchdown saved his day. I don't think he is going to be one of those, uh, another one of those 
wide receiver ones again like last year. I think we had to temper our expectations with him, and he's the wide receiver too now. You know what I mean? Uh, until we see, until we see more, he has yeah. a great matchup against Bre- uh, Brandy Roby. Um, so I do have him as a start this week, but I think we got to temper our expectations because the Houston Texans are so bad on defense and they give up so many yards to the uh, running backs. I think we could see, like, we already seen that if the um, Vikings don't want to, if they don't have to throw the ball, they're not trying to throw the ball. You know what I mean? So if they can give, turn around and give Dalvin Cook the ball 30 times on Sunday, that's what they're going to want to do. Yep, I agree. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I know he had a big breakout game last week with the nine targets, 175 yards, and a touchdown. I do not think that's going to happen again, although I am very high on Justin Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure y'all heard it if y'all listen to the pod. He, had, he does have a great matchup against Hargraves, um, but like I said before, man, it's going to be a lot of running in this game because Dalvin Cook is going to eat. But I got him as a start because he probably went and spent whatever you spent on him in, on the waiver wire. But he's he could be one of those fan, uh, waiver wire darlings that goes from nine targets to five targets again next week, this Sunday. Yeah, agreed. Kyle Rudolph in a tough spot. And if you're looking for a touchdown, I guess he has a good matchup against Lonnie Johnson. He's streamable. No? Yeah, I can't that do it, bro. So boring. That touchdown was sick. Yeah, it was, man. He, he, yeah, he, he'll definitely have a chance at a touchdown, man. But I just, it's, it's a lot of other options that you can go with. Mm. Uh, on the other side of the ball, man, Deshaun Watson, of course, he is a start. He's still putting up okay numbers. He's just not scoring with the legs. Like I mentioned before earlier when we were talking about Kyler Murray, only one touchdown on the ground and a high of 27 yards, and that came in week one. But he has had three tough matchups, you know what I mean? So that is one silver lining. Like, that should be the name of the episode because we said that like five times. What, um, silver lining? Yeah. The the This is – not an easy matchup, but it's one of the easier matchups um, as the Vikings are top 10 in rush def- rushing yards allowed. So hopefully um, Deshaun Watson gets back on track with his legs this week and um, puts up those high QB1 numbers that you drafted him to get. Uh, yeah, this is the game to do it, man. Yeah. DJ um, David Johnson, David Johnson. He's averaging 12 rushes a game and three targets. Um, that was perfect uh, running back two numbers. Um, he has a top six matchup for running backs this week. Um, I think you can lock and load him as a pretty much. He might be a high um, RB2 this week. I Maybe he might finish around yeah. the um, top 15, not top 15, but 15 to 20 range. Mm-hmm. Fuller, four catches and a touchdown in his uh, week return last week after the injury. No injuries coming into this week, so he's not on the injury report list. That's pretty good. He has an okay matchup against Chris Boyd, who's graded at a 58. Um, I got him as a start because those are where the targets are going to go, clearly. He's a wide receiver, too, for me, though. Uh, Cooks or Fuller? Fuller. Fuller, yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody else I don't want to start? How much – because I didn't uh, – you had this game. I didn't really look dig deep into it yet. Uh, how much was uh, Cooks used last week? Do you have those numbers? I mean, I didn't You've been putting up, like, pedestrian, like, wide receiver four numbers so far. But I know he was involved a little more week two. I don't think there's nothing to rent and rave about. That's why I didn't like it. Yeah. Ew, yeah. Randall Cobb scored the touchdown last week. Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb had four for uh, – he went four for four with 95 yards. Brandon mm-hmm. Cook. Five targets. Five targets, 23 yards. So gross. Yeah, sit him. Um, Jordan Aikens, after the seven-week uh, big catch, uh, big target game, he only had three last week. So that was – I got him as a sit also. He'll be chased by Eric um, 
Henderson Hendricks, and that's not a good matchup for him. Yeah, that's gross, man. That's gross. Uh, what you want for man? Let me get a tight end in marathon, bro. Sheesh, <laughs> I'm struggling over here, bro. What do I got? Like, yeah, I got Atkins, baby, last week, and he comes out here and gives me freaking what four point eight. Who I got over there? Fan and Jonah Andrews. Andrews. Andrews, and I think I got to go dirt too. No, I think I got. Nah, you don't have go dirt. Uh, Javar has him, unless he traded him to you. I got it. We'll talk, though. We'll talk. So many leagues. Seattle is at the Miami Dolphins. Russell let him cook. Wilson, uh, 14 touchdowns. I got right here. It should have been 15 if DK Metcalf wasn't being. Bro. Jeez. Well, I mean, he still scored a touchdown, though. Like, he threw it to Lockett when they got to the end zone. (laughs) No, he done that same drive. Yeah, bro. But, like, I'm saying in that same drive, it it was still a touchdown. Russell Wilson got one. So it's still even out. Well, really, we're really fucked up. He messed up fantasy owners, bro, because I was going against Tyler Lockett in the league, bro, that I lost by one point. So if DK Metcalf scores on that play, Tyler Lockett only has two touchdowns instead of three, and I win that game. So he really messed up fantasy players, man. At the end of the day. Uh, Chris Carson, um, he went down with that nasty uh, play from whatever that bum name is that plays for the Cowboys. Uh I don't. They're saying that he he's, he could play on Sunday, but I think that'd be forcing it. I don't think he, they're gonna play. They got Carlos Hyde, so I don't see why they wouldn't roll Carlos Hyde Hyde out there. And I got Carlos Hyde as a probably like a top twenty play this week. Mm-hmm. He's a smash play RB two this week. Miami's allowing the twelfth most points to running back so far this year. Tyler Lockett. He has snuck his way into my top ten. Um, how do you feel about Tyler Lockett? Must play every week, bro. Like you said, top 10 option. Him and DK are, are both wide receiver ones, bro. So just plug and play every single week with them. Uh, I got DK out right outside of my wide receiver ones this week. Uh, Tyler Lockett has a better matchup. Uh, DK Metcalf be matched up against Xavier Howard. But Russ is unlimited. That's what I got in my in my notes. So he still <laughs> exactly. Like, I got some. I, got like, some. I think he's like, like 13, 14 on my, on my range. Yeah. Like I, I would say, I would say the temper expectation against one of the best corners than Xavier Howard. But mm-hmm. when you have Russell Wilson throwing you the ball, you don't worry about the matchups too much. Mm-hmm. I.e., Stephon Gilmore. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna put it in the perfect spot for you. Don't matter who's on you. Nothing you can do about it, bro. I'm sorry. Yep. On the other side of the ball, fence magic is the magic was bad. I doubted the magic last yeah, week. Yeah, bro. Hey. Magic. So hey, respect um, the beard. For sure, man. Seattle giving up the most passing yards per game with 430. They have some pretty crazy games. Um, that's wild when you think about it. Yeah, because uh, we know we remember the Legion of Boom, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. 430 yards a game. That's almost 500 yards a game. Um, that's wild. Uh, Jamal Anderson is dealing with a groin injury, so that's another thing um, I mentioned. I got, man, I, I doubted the Magic last week. It's a perfect matchup, man. I got go. I'm going with the magic. Start the magic. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I hope you're not jinxing it. I hope, I, <laughs> I hope you're not jinxing it. He, he fucking stinks it up now that you, you know, endorsing him. But I agree, man. 24 points in each of the last two weeks. And he's getting Seattle. Like you said, they're giving up so many yards. Man, they're allowing uh, 30 points per game to quarterbacks, bro. So fire him up. And it's also another high over under. Uh, 54 over under. And Seattle is six and a half point favorites. Miles um, Gaskin. Oh, how do you feel about Miles Gaskin? 22 yeah. carries, 56 yards, five targets last game. Um, I like Miles Gaskin. He's he's more of a um a flex play because if you remember, he's um Jordan Howard is still being a vulture, bro. He's a vulture back. That's what, he's not a running back, he's a vulture back. Um and let me just 
hold on, let me get some notes on him. I had my notes on him. Did you hear about um his uh Jordan Howard's pace for the year? Yeah, I've, I've seen the numbers. I can't think of them off the top it's, of my head, but I've seen the numbers. It's 85 carries, 64 yards, and 16 goddamn touchdowns, bro. Like, bro, this he's literally – his job is just to come in and vulture Miles Gaskin, bro. Yeah, what a weirdo. I got down here. Um, You can start him, but he's out – he might be outside. He might be an RB3 for me this week. Um, yeah. I don't, know if, I don't know if – Seattle is only giving up 66 yards per uh, game on the ground because everybody is throwing on them or, like, why? But they only giving up 66 yards on the ground per game, and that's all that Miles Gaskins got last week. So, yeah. He was still he was still using a passing game, too. He's just not used in the in – the, in, inside the goal line situations, man. But um, 18 – he's averaging 18 opportunities per game this year. And like we mentioned, the over-under is so high, man. He's a, he's a flex play, even though he's not getting those goal line work. That goal line work. Devontae Parker uh, caught all five of his targets last week um, for 69 yards. Nice. Matchup nice. against um, Shaquin Griffin, uh, who's giving up a 77% catch rate. He used to be good, man. What happened? Um, I got – you can start Devontae Parker in his shootout of a game. Uh, yeah, same. Preston Williams only seen two targets last week, but he did get the touchdown. How do you feel? And actually, just to go back, I'm sorry – Devontae Parker is a smash. And another thing, I think we kind of glossed over. I, I kind of glossed over that man. Seattle's giving up the most points to wide receivers this year, so he might be a wide receiver one this week. Who? Not gonna rank him there. Not gonna rank him there. Oh, rank okay. him. But I would not be surprised if at the end of week four, Devontae Parker is a top twelve receiver for the week. Low end though. Uh, Jasicki though. Speaking of a top top ten play, I got Jasicki as a top ten play. I agree, man. Um, he only had that one touchdown catch last week, and that saved his day. But that was a great, that was a catch, bro. I don't you you saw that shit. Both had two. Yeah, exactly. He almost had a second, but he drew a pass interception or a pass interference call in the end zone. Um, but through three games, he's the highest graded tight end, and he's third among tight ends in yards per route run. So he's at every week start now, I believe. Um, he has the top five matchup. Uh, well, he's top five in red zone targets uh, for tight ends. Um, so that's another great thing for Jaseki. He's getting targeted. Cool. Dang, is that the end of the? That's the end. Uh, is it? Oh, eight games. Yeah, it is the end. Wow, bro. hey, we, we, we getting through that shit, bro. Damn, I, I kept scrolling on my notes. I was like, wait, wait, that was it. Oh, yeah. Dang, man. So, uh, yeah. Good well, shit, yeah, bro. And we killing it, man. Like, if you don't know, I'm pretty sure if if you're just your first time listening to this episode, somebody probably told you how much we're killing it right now. And, uh, man, we want to appreciate y'all and all the people that's been listening from the jump. So, man, yeah, man. Look out for the rankings coming up. Look out for part two, episode two. I think my Lowe's, my boy Lowe's going to be gone, but I'm going to hold it down with whoever, whichever one of the, the, the session members uh, show up, man. I ain't going to leave y'all out here stranded out here. Um, yes, sir. And yeah. I, we mentioned, I don't know, did you say mention to to remind them to check out our rankings on our website of the two, like, of the most accurate rankers in the world? Yeah, I probably said it, like, at least five times. Yeah. Well, just in case he did say it. <laughs> our shits are perfect, like we said in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Trust us. We got you. You can go to ffnsession.com in case you didn't know the website, and it'll be in the um, link on the Whatever, wherever you're watching this at or listening to it at. But yeah, man, without further ado, shout out Javon Lowe. I mean, Javon. 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 <laughs> Thanks, man. Peace.